Future trading involves risk and is not suitable for all investors. Content provided in this segment is meant for educational purposes and is not a solicitation to buy or sell commodities. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another GDT Tuesday. I am your host, Cody Coster, with me from Chicago, Mr. John Spainhauer. John, how are you doing on this glorious Tuesday afternoon? Doing fantastic, Cody. Happy to be here. I'm happy to have you, my friend. Well, I guess as we uh, jump into another Global Dairy Trade Tuesday, another down auction. We had some bright spots here and there, but all in all, uh, a little bit lower, not as quite as bad as two weeks ago. Yeah, you bet, Cody. I think the last auction was down 3% or 3.3%. This auction on the whole was down 1%. So still lower, just not as low as it was last week. And We'll go through some of the minutia here, but we'll point out that some prices came in, specifically whole milk powder, actually fared a little bit better than what was expected. However, the net result is that we settled lower. Digging into the individual products here, Cody, let's start with the fats. Uh, to begin with, AMF came in about 3.6% higher. On the other hand, we had the butter price come in about 2.8% lower. That is going to be a butter equivalent on an 80% basis of about 208. Just want to point out here that the EU right now is about 207 and the US is 256. So quite a spread that's opened up here again in the fat market, specifically on the, the butter side. And what we've got is the US price at a huge premium to the rest of the world. Certainly that's going to make sure that we probably don't have exports. And at the same point in time, it's hard not to imagine that this isn't going to stand out and attract exports. This is almost exactly what happened last year, maybe not quite as big of a spread, or but I'm not exactly sure what the spread was, but last year, I should say. But uh, I would say that, you know, I remember we had a big spread and that attracted some exports that came in in the fourth quarter. As we move over to the cheddar side, this one has really bounced around quite a bit out there over the course of the last three or four months. This auction down 9.8%. This brings us to a cheddar equivalent, and keep in mind I say a cheddar equivalent, of about $1.79 to $1.80. If we look at it from a historical perspective, we haven't really been this low on cheddar since July of 2021. So this is a new recent low in the cheese department here. As we shift to the powder side, though, we'll see that whole milk powder came in 1.6% lower. This is a little bit interesting from the standpoint that the GDT Pulse, which is the sub auction that takes place every other week from the GDT, we would look at it and say that the, those results were suggesting that this would be about 3 to 4% lower as well as the home of powder futures were suggesting about a 3% decline on today's auction. We came in negative 1.6. So there is somewhat of a glass half full that, yes, we were lower, and at this same point in time, not as low as expectations. This is the second auction in a row where we've seen this market really defy the expectations there. And then finally, moving on to skim milk powder, we would say that skim milk powder was down about 0.9% came in roughly 114 a pound. As we compare that to the rest of the world, we'd say that New Zealand right around 114. The EU 109 and the US is going to end today at 110 after today's cash session. That's quite a tight spread in there for 
the different powders from around the world. Absolutely. And kind of looking, you know, you had mentioned it, John, about the export market and not to uh, dive too deep into the weeds on this, but a big talking point for the past week has kind of been our weakening dollar here in the States. As we saw cheddar on the GDT kind of fall apart, uh, looking at cheese and our region having a nice rally today. Do you think a little bit of the export talk would be on this weakening dollar compared to the rest of the world? Well, uh, I think that's a great argument from a theoretical standpoint. And I think your economics teacher would be really proud of you, Cody. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, In reality, I'm not sure that we move quite that efficiently. But I do think there's a strong case that can be made from the standpoint of the GDT price today may have moved lower on the cheddar side because buyers said, I don't want to pay $2 cheese when in the U.S. I might be able to pay something significantly cheaper than that. Right. We've had a spread that's existed like that for a long time. So if that happened, you know, if that suddenly manifests itself today, that would be pretty incredible. I'm not saying that it didn't, but we have had a spread that has made that possible for a long time. But, uh, you know, if we just go with that story or, or down that narrative, you can say, hey, one 140 to 145 cheese here in the U.S. versus $2 cheese in New Zealand. I think I'll pass on the New Zealand cheese and come here as the U.S. and buy that. If we follow it up with your argument about the currency as well, we have seen the dollar weakening quite a bit here in the last couple of weeks from, you know, from several different reasons. And if we look at it from that standpoint, it's just made purchasing product here in the U.S. even cheaper. Again, the best laid plans of mice and men, I'm not sure exactly that that translated here today, but it certainly is a possibility. Yeah, I mean, that's something that we could really dive into, get down a deep rabbit hole on, but I just kind of wanted your thoughts on uh, what was happening today in this previous week with, with currencies fluctuating. Well, it's certainly out there. When it comes to the cheese market in general, from an export standpoint, again, we would look at it to say we probably have, even now, have the the ability to pick up some spot exports when we look at it through the lens of, you know, our spot price is significantly cheaper than the rest of the world. And again, that's if we're comparing cheddar, our cheddar price is considerably lower than everybody else. When we get into our, the mozzarella price, though, which I would say is the, you know, really the number we want to keep an eye on, we are competitive. There's just the price spread isn't as significant as the price spreads on cheddar. And after our most recent rally here in the last week or so on the CME, we have probably closed that gap in quite a bit between the U.S. mozzarella export potential and the mozzarella in Europe or in New Zealand. However, I do want to point out, though, things don't look as bleak as they did from an export standpoint. The Everag Insights team pointed out here in the last week or so that Q4 futures out here on the CME or for U.S. cheddar cheese futures, that they are finally below some of the forward prices that we're seeing out of Europe. And that opens the door to longer term structural exports at least from a potential standpoint. Whether we get those or not remains to be seen, but uh, there's certainly, for the first time in a long time, we've got the ability to be more competitive, not just on a spot basis, but on a forward basis as well. Now, John, looking at the regions that were in here uh, buying on this GDT auction, one thing that really stuck out to myself and, and you included as we had talked about this 
kind of off air as uh, China not being in the driver's seat on the buying side again. Yeah, Cody, that's really the concerning part for me. As I as we comb through the data here, last auction, we were able to point out that Chinese participation on whole milk powder was the lowest it's been on record on the GDT and the history of the GDT. I think that in itself is a very significant statement. As we look at today's auction results, the Chinese participation picked up a little bit as it compares to the last auction. So we know it's not a new record low, but it has picked up a little bit, but still it's not significant at all. It's very much on the low side of things. I would say that, yes, China bought a little bit more on this auction, but the real star of the show has been Southeast Asia, and they have bought a significant amount of product here in the last few auctions. And I'll make the argument that they've been able to keep the GDT price buoyant in the absence of China. Two things I just really want to dig a little bit deeper on on this subject is, A, I think the Chinese demand just isn't there, and there's there's probably two reasons for it. One would be that Chinese internal domestic demand for not just dairy products, but probably all products from an economic standpoint is lower. Their economy just hasn't recovered in the same way that ours has from COVID. They stayed locked down forever. They did stimulus in a different way. You know, you really want to see them come out of this. And yet a lot of the articles you read just say, hey, these guys aren't coming out of COVID with big demand numbers. And at the same point in time, we've seen internal domestic Chinese milk production ramp up. So not only is their demand down, but their ability to service what demand is there, they're able to service it with their own internal milk, and they don't have to reach out to the export market as much as they may have in the past. What that has resulted in is Chinese demand for whole milk powder is not significant right now, or uh, there's probably a, an understatement, but it's kind of dismal. And I look at that and say, that means that somebody else has to buy that whole milk powder, or the New Zealanders are going to start making other products with their whole milk powder. So that brings me to the second point there that I wanted to focus on, and that would be that Southeast Asia has been the star of the show here on this auction. They bought about 30% more than China did. That is a statement in itself, and I think that's great, and I think there probably is some pretty good demand down there, but this is several auctions in a row that they've been able to do that and, and really stand out. I just don't think, though, that they can maintain this level of purchasing. So if we go back to the standpoint that somebody else has got to buy this or New Zealand is going to start making other products, I think we're starting to lean towards the idea that New Zealand is going to have to start making other products. They'll probably start with skim and butter and cheddar. And we may already be seeing a little bit of that manifest itself in the marketplace, but they're probably you know, going to start doing that. And that is something that I feel like could really put some pressure on the marketplace. Okay. Well, I mean, we've kind of hit on quite a bit of different details in this podcast, John, but before we go, is there any last thought in your mind about this specific GDT that you'd like to get out to the viewers today? You know, I guess if we just take a second here to focus on skim milk powder, I mentioned it earlier, the New Zealand price is about 114, Europe right now 109, and the US at 110. You know, if there's any product in the world market, specifically on the GDT, that really has such a close relationship with a product in the U.S. 
it's going to be skim milk powder to nonfat dry milk here in the U.S. And again, for a lot of different reasons, the skim milk powder market is feeling heavy. But with it at 113 to 114, I just don't feel great about the idea of the U.S. being able to maintain this 110 area. I think we made it down to the 107 area on nonfat just a few weeks ago, and we're able to bounce back out of there. My sense is that we're probably going to go test new lows of the year, and I just don't want to rule out the idea of making it to a dollar. We'll certainly see a lot of trade at a dollar. That's going to be a hugely psychological number. I just can't help but think that this GDT is something that will help us get there. I think there were a lot of people that were holding out thinking that we were going to get higher prices in the powder market. That Again, that not only did we not get higher prices, we got lower prices. The Chinese haven't come back. Probably going to lead to the New Zealanders making more skim. If that's the case, I, I just feel like we've got a date with the $1 price area on the nonfat market. Okay. Well, I guess we're going to have to wait to see how that all plays out and transpires. But that's going to do it for this episode of GDT Tuesday. We will see everyone back in two weeks, August 1st, I believe. Uh, but until then, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Have a great couple weeks, weekends, and we will see you soon. At EverAg, we partner with every corner of the agriculture industry, from dairy to livestock, crops, and agribusiness, to deliver intelligent supply chain and risk management solutions. We are EverAg, everything agriculture. Learn more at www.ever.ag/everything.